live, Sandy Powell. Welcome to the roundtable. This is our show for the, I call the kickoff summer show. Uh, and it's a topic that I think is in, it's imperative that we speak about. Um, I have two wonderful young men joining me today here on the, on the roundtable. And here to my immediate left is uh, my grandson, Micah Johnson. Hey. And then over here, my grandson by love is Jay Hill. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I love these two young men, and I appreciate y'all coming on the show to to, uh, to talk about uh, a topic that I think both of you are become an expert in and can speak to. So thank y'all for coming to be. Sure, that please. Sure, no problem. That's what I like. Um... And y'all probably saying, well, what, what do they have to offer to this conversation? And uh, what could they possibly be on the round table talking about? Well, I'm going to tell you, we have all in some way probably experienced bullying. And uh, Jay and Michael both are here to talk about that topic, to express uh, some thoughts and even their heartfelt uh, emotions about bullying and what bullying does and uh, the shirts that they got on I want to go ahead and highlight those is I am somebody and as you can see you know it's a design with uh, the I am and then up there with the somebody the person body is saying you know it's me you know where they're they're declaring that they are somebody and it's be this came about from um the Holy Spirit giving me an idea to help promote uh, young people in the tragedy of being drugged down or trying to be drugged down by those who bully. And so this slogan, I am somebody, speaks not just to our person that's being bullied, but to the person who is actually doing the bullying. So I want to start off with that, uh, just that thought. Like, bullying is a hard thing to deal with. Because it resets your self-esteem and tries to drag your self-esteem down. Um, can you speak to, like, how you felt being bullied? Like, like, how did you feel when it was happening to you? Well, I personally, when I was being bullied, I felt uh, overwhelmed. I felt a lot of anxiety, like I was the odd one out. I felt like an outcast, like uh, people just kept pushing to the side and people just kept saying, oh, we want everyone else in this room, but you're singled out. You're not the one here. You're just going to be, you know, put to the side. Ostracized. Ostracized. What about you, Micah? How, how does bullying affect you? Like, how does it make you feel? Honestly, when bull well, when, every time well, when I do get bullied, when I did get bullied, uh, feel like like I just wanted to punch somebody in the face. Like, I it felt like like it felt so sad. Like, like what he was saying. Like, I was like the only one, you know, that I felt like I didn't belong. Right, and. Most people that do the bullying, that's what they do. They try to make you feel like you are the outsider that nobody wants to be bothered with you. 
And and just tell me what you think. Why do you think that this happens? Why do you think bullying happens? I think it's people projecting their own issues on other people. It's the way of sometimes how we see it in the world, how wars start, you know, how battles start. People projecting their own opinions onto someone else, and if they don't agree with it, they're like, oh, you're weird, so let me try to fight you about it. Let me try to pick on you about it. Oh, look at the weird one who's, you know, doesn't agree with everyone else. Right. Yeah. What do you think, Mike, and why do you think it happens? Bullying happens. I don't think it happens because, like, people... Because, like, honestly, I think people are just, like, jealous. Like, people are, like, sometimes to be jealous of you. They just don't know how to say it. So they come out with with harmful words. Tell me some of the experiences that you had. Like, what are some of the things that have been done or said, like, to you? Like, to, you know, what are some of the things that, and without saying some of the ugly, ugly stuff. Like, Oh, yes. Um... Like, like, do they call you names? Yeah, they used to. Yeah, they called me names. They called me. Let's see. They called me ugly. They called me Squidward. Uh, uh they really become. They sometimes call me a B. Yeah, call you like ugly, ugly, ugly words. What about you, Jay? What are some of the things that you experienced out verbal abuse or whatever? Um, it really. I've been called weird. That's the main thing that I've been called, really. And sometimes it's hard to find the fine line between the weird whenever they call me that. But in other ter- in other ways, I've been bullied. Is I've had I've had rumors spread about me. Like I've had rumors that said that uh, I did something with my sisters, wow. and said that, or that I you know touched someone in an inappropriate way. Yeah, yeah. The uh, and the thing is, is that when you're bullied. You know, um, people who say and do things to hurt and harm you in this way, in the bullying way or aspect, uh, I believe that uh, a lot of times they are deflecting. Like, if I point the fingers at you, then I won't have to have people look at my, what I feel like is my inadequacies or whatever, or what, what may be wrong with me. So I immediately try to put the focus on you have you ever experienced when someone was being you know because kids joke on each other sometimes so when kids were joking on some particular person that the bully turns around and finds somebody else finds you to joke on instead of just you know he can't take the ridicule so he turns around immediately and does that to you do you experience that i have experienced that Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. that that uh the recent bully uh that i had uh I realized because after the after the incident was you know resolved and it well pretty much resolved and you know he didn't we didn't speak anymore. Uh, I noticed that whenever the people in my class, because I was in the class with him, right. they would pick on him, and he would get the you know he'd be the uh the punchline of the joke, the butt end of the joke, right, and he would try to put it on someone else as well. He tried to put it on a person in the group, but then they, you know, quickly turn around the group, work together, like they pretty much were banding together to, you know, like to make it focus on him. Right, but, right. What about you, Micah? Have you, uh, in, in your times when you have been bullied, um, let me ask this question, because this is a better question. 
in the times that you've experienced bullying, I know you were trying to make friends with people. Um, does this make you not want to befriend people? Is this something that happens when you're bullied? Does it shut you down? So, um, honestly, um, it sometimes does, honestly. Makes you not want to reach out to people and, and be friends with them? And honestly, like, honestly, like, honestly, when... I'm not gonna lie. So like, when people do bully me, like, yes, I feel like I'm in, like shut down. Then like the next day, I mean, I'm just like, I don't know why, but for some reason, like, I just feel calm about it. Like, I just like, you know, just let it go and stuff. So you try to just work through it the next day, or try to have a fresh start the next day. Mm-hmm. Have true. Have you ever, uh, been bullied so bad that you didn't want to go to school? Yeah, there's there's a few times. What about you, Jake? Have you ever experienced it that you didn't want to, you know, be around the, your classmates at school? Yeah, uh, it's actually crazy because uh, the time that I did get bullied, uh, the guy actually uh, took pretty much took one of my friends and sat in the seat that I sat in and said, "Oh no, you sit over there and I'll sleep." And what happened was he pre- pretty much purposefully asked the teacher if he could switch seats and the teacher you know she was leaning i'm not blaming on the teacher she just didn't she didn't know that yeah she did what's going on she didn't know what was going on so she let him move seats and that's it triggered me and i almost had a panic attack so i ended up actually running away and yeah. and leaning from the scene because i didn't know how to handle uh someone doing that right and I think sometimes, uh, to me, uh, some of the kids that get bullied, like you guys, are good guys and girls um, that are uh, pretty open to others for friendships and stuff like that. And because you're not what I call about it, about it, like you're not guys that go looking for trouble. You're not guys that, that are trying to, you know, hurt other people. You know, people have a tendency to... Um, take good guys like you and uh, girls that who are good girls, and uh, dominate. You know, w- with bullying, and so my slogan "I am somebody" kind of goes into this direction. Um, because I know when you're in school and you you're being bullied, it's hard to focus. Yeah. Would you say it's hard to focus? Hard to um concentrate on your work. Because you're constantly thinking about who's going to say something to me or do something to me. Can you talk about that? Yeah, I, um, because since he was still in my class after I had ran away, and I had to go back to the fact of, like, still seeing him every single day. And I had to graduate with him. And I had to, I didn't have to walk the stage with him, but. I had to see him during graduation practice. I had to see him after graduation. So y'all never reconciled, never worked this issue out. You left school with with animosity, with, with trouble, where you both were not in agreement with each other. Yeah, and th- there were times where he would try to make a conversation, but it's just like he was trying to throw like 
whatever the saying is, trying to put something over top of it, but it's not. You can't. So he was just trying to be funny. Yeah, pretty much. Like he tried to, because uh, I'm really good at math and I help people with math. And he said, man, you're probably going to tell me with some math. And I'm like, eh, like, because, you know, after everything that's happened, I don't know if I want to help you with math. Cause... Right. I don't know what your motive is. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you're going to. And I think that makes you very guarded with with a person who has done this to you or bullied you or made you feel less than. It makes you guarded so you don't, even if it was genuine, it's hard for you to open up to him, you would think. What about you, Micah? It, uh, uh, someone who has, you know, been mean to you or bullied you in some kind of way, how is your interaction with them? I mean, I say that um, that me and him, like, after I basically got punched in the face. And... So your bully punched you in the face? Yeah. Yeah, after that, um... After that, um, me and him were really cool. After that, um, um yeah. But how, 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 as far as him being your friend, is he, or your friend, or are you just tolerant of his presence? I just tolerant of his presence, really. Right. Okay. And I think that that's where sometimes bullying puts us in that position where we're not necessarily open to our bully, but we just try not to get in their way. Is that something you do too? Try not to get in his way. Try not to, you know, irritate or agitate them. Uh, because of me, myself, I was bullied as well. And um, it makes you feel like you're not important. And it makes you feel unloved. And it makes you feel like you, like something's wrong with you. Because like, I felt like something was wrong with me. When actuality, it was nothing wrong with me. It was just... Someone who, um, I say the bully or the person who was bullying didn't really know how to treat me as a person. And I think that that's the same thing with your bullies. Sometimes the bullies don't know how to treat you as a person. And they end up misusing and mishandling you. And I say most of the time bullies miss out on a really good friend. Somebody that they really could have been good with because they don't know how to treat you because they think, you know, that you're not like everybody else. What do you think about that? Honestly. You think that, what do you think about the fact that the bully person or the person that's doing the bullying may not be as confident as they appear to be? I mean, honestly, so honestly, so the kid... That that really did punch me in the face. Like he, like when he faced up against his friend, like he was not all that. I mean, he actually got his butt handed to him. Like, like he just got. Well, and, and we're not taking a uh, a joy in that, but it shows you that even the person that's being that's bullying is hiding, and that's what this you know I am somebody movement for me is about is that. Nine times out of 10, the bully doesn't know who they are. And so they go on the attack to somebody else to try to stand on top of somebody else to be seen or to be to feel confident about themselves because they're lacking something. What do you think, Jay? I think, yeah, that's definitely. And I literally just thought of a analogy that go two and two together is that the people say 
and people usually reference this analogy to you know when you're trying to find a girlfriend but mm -hmm. it can be mentioned there are more there are more fish in the sea mm -hmm. but there are also bigger fish in the sea and you're not the biggest fish there, right. there's always going to be a fish bigger than you so you'll they'll try to pick on say you know he's a big tuna fish and i'm like a little minnow yeah he'll try to pick on the little minnow but there's a big shark that's bigger trying right. to pick on you too right and 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 i think that this is something that i recognize um like i i can speak to that i think bullying comes from people who are jealous of you because i i've been bullied in that way you know by girls when we were younger i think that they were jealous of us and so they picked on us or tried to pick on us and then i was also very short like i'm a little person and so people pick on me picked on me then because of my size i'm still very short but now i think i have big attitude now yeah. so i don't think that i have that issue plus confidence dispels bullying sometimes and so i think that this is why the i am somebody movement is what i'm going after because confidence is something that bullies really can't stand up against yeah would you say yeah because like confidence alone is big in general right. if you have the action and the attitude to back up the confidence, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then that's what really scares the boy away. Right. Because they really are looking for the weak. Do you think, Micah, that that's what, you know, you experience that the more you shy away and allow them to bully you, the more they did it? Do you experience that? I mean, yeah, honestly, like, let's get like, well, there's one thing for sure that I'm uh, one. I'm definitely not weak, yeah. and and two, I mean they probably if they probably those why they probably thought I was weak because one like I got punched in the face. Two, I was like an easy target. Like everywhere I go, there would be somebody, there would be somebody on my tail just trying to bully me or something. Right. And you've been raised uh, at, under a Christian family. You've been raised to try and resolve issues. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's the third reason too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, because you don't uh, get down and get ugly with them, they feel like that's weakness sometimes. Do you think that that's because you don't? Uh, come back at them with the same energy that they came at you with. Like when he hit you in the face, what did you do? Tell them, tell them what you did. And so honestly, so dude, so honestly, dude, like he has shoved me honestly. So I just like, I mean, I ain't mean to push him like hard. I mean, I meant to push him hard, but like I ain't, I could push him that hard. So I push him over there where the, uh, push him over at the bleachers. Like, and so what happened after that? After you pushed him on the bleachers, when he got up, what happened? He like he just I mean, once I turned back, all of a sudden this all of a sudden I feel like a like big like, punch in your face. And from there, what did you do when you when you when he got punched in the face? What did you do after that? I mean, I felt like crying because like how hard the punch was, right. But like I just had to like hold like I told myself just hold it in 
just just let the pain. I mean, just let the pain just heal right now. And right. so I just went in the locker room. Got your stuff together and stuff. Yeah, and I think that because he had been taught as a young child, you know, that we resolve our issues not like barbarically. We don't just pound on people. We don't just hit and fight like animals in the street. We try to use our words to communicate to someone our likes and dislikes. And we've been teaching Micah this from a young age, which I'm sure you probably got the same lessons uh, from your mother and father is, you know, there's you can use your words, but everybody's not teaching their children this. Everyone's not teaching their children to use your words to dis- to express your likes and dislikes. And so I think this is why sometimes we come up with kids pounding on each other the way they do, like you was pounded on. Have you ever been hit uh, by a bully? Yeah, I, I, mm, I don't think it's been by, because I remember... I was, I did get into one fight. I've been in one fight my entire life. And it was, it was, it was on both sides. It was both, both my fault and his fault because I ended up cutting the line, but I had did it for like the entire year. And so he, you know, I don't know. It was like the end of the year and he, I don't know, he had, you know, just about enough of it. I don't know. Like, tired of your <laughs> line. <laughs> you, you, you weren't bullying him, were you? No, I was. Okay. No, I wasn't. You bullying. just wanted to what? Eat first? Yeah, I mean, I, I did it. I always did it as a joke, and then you know, everyone, everyone in the line was like, ah, yeah, get back. And I always ended up at the back of the line, and it was just at that moment he was just like, yeah, you know, duck. And I was like, ah. And then he pushed me, like he straight up pushed me, and I was like, you know, at first I didn't. I didn't register, so I was like, okay. I was like, please, I was like, please don't touch me. So then I went up again and he pushed me again. And I was like, please don't touch me. And so he pushed me a third time. And that's when like I because I remember I had sharp nails at that time. So I like dug my nails into his hand. And then I said, Okay, now don't touch me. I, I I kept giving him warnings after warnings to stop, you know, touching me. Right. But he just wouldn't listen. And then I literally, because uh, I, you know, just self-defending myself because he pushed me a fourth time. And then I, you know, grabbed his arm and said, I will break your arm. Like So 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 actually you you agitated this person in trapping the line. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you were doing it as a joke, you said. Yeah, it was completely joke. Everyone, even my cousin, like uh, my cousin knew it. Everyone in the line knew like it was, it was just, just it was just for jokes. Right. And it was and it was also just the end of the year as well. At that particular day, it was the end of the year. So everyone was just chill. Everyone was good. Just having a good time. Yeah, having a good time. And then, yeah. Is this somebody you had had problems with throughout the year anyway? Yeah, he, like, he would just be annoying. Like, he was just super annoying to me. He would just, like, come up to me and just, like, say some of, like, the weirdest stuff. Like, just come up to me. I forget some of the stuff that he said, but he would just right. be picking on me. Right. And so my thought was, um, whenever you were bullied, how did y'all, It was there ever any resolution? In your bullying situation. What do you mean, like, resolution? Like, Like, was it resolved? Like, did it come to an end where you finally was an agreement by way of either school administration or parents or something that it was resolved, it was taken care of? Was that ever 
uh, happening in your situation. Mm-hmm. Okay, what, what? tell me what happened. So there's like this one time where this girl that I knew since pre-K, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a lot? Okay, well, tell us about it. Because the girls can bully. Then we think that, you know, sometimes they're the victims because they, you know, a little princess. But, you know, us girls, we can be sunk and we can irritate. And a lot, sometimes it's because we like somebody. We don't know how to tell them we like them. And so we bully them. But go ahead, what you were saying. This this girl from preschool. This girl from preschool. Man, <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> this girl was on my heels. girl was on my heels. She, like, she she used to hate me a lot. I used to hate her too. <laughs> and the only thing we and the only thing we really had in common is like friends. Like she like she knew a friend of mine's. Like like she knows a friend of mine's. And I dated a friend of hers. Okay, so that's that was y'all connection. But she constantly picked on you. Constantly. Yeah. Like she did not like that. <laughs> she and- didn't like that you were dating her friend. Oh, so she, that's what that was the problem. Could have been a little jealousy there. Being that she knew you longer, it could have been a little bit of jealousy. You know, what do you think, Jay? I do think, yeah, because most girls, because I had a girl in, I think it was like kindergarten or something like that, she kept picking on me. And I finally told the teacher, and she told the teacher that she just liked me. And I was like, if you if you like me, then that's not how you show it. That's like, not how you do it. And, and I think that that maybe this is something that young people need to understand. You know, because I remember boys used to pull my hair. Oh, and stuff like that. All kind. Do, do we have people that pull your hair? Even today, they pull your hair. Even and today, even that. And the, and this is the thing: you're growing your hair out. And uh, I remember, Jay, you were growing your hair out one time. Yeah. Did you have people pulling your hair? I had, yeah, I had some people pull my hair sometimes. It was just, it's like, just don't, like, don't do that. Like, just, I don't know what <laughs> they, Like, why? Well, what, what do you think the reason why they pull your hair? Because, like, they, like, I don't know why they do it. They just do it for, like, no reason. Then I say, like, like, all right, now. That's the last time you pull my hair. So how do they pull it? Let me see. What are like they, they like grab a handful of it. Like grab a handful of it. And then like, most it girls. It's not. It's not. It's not even girls. It's He's, the boys. Now why is a oh. boy got his hand in another boy? Uh, that's, that's weird to me. That's the, I know. That's real strange. Oh, so uh, guys out there, just for the record, you might not want to do that. That looks a little strange with you running your hand through somebody else's hair. That's that's a little strange. But that's the stuff that young people, you know, your age may do and think that that's cool, but it's really not that cool. I think that that's just another. For you, it may just be strange and weird, but to me, I see it mean. I think they, they're trying to inflict pain upon you. And that's just another, I think, another way of bullying you um, by them doing stuff like, well, I'm just pulling your hair, but in actuality, the fact that they're pulling it so hard that it's painful says to me it's just another form of bullying and uh, I think that this is where we as parents we really gotta watch our children uh, because we always think our children are the innocent ones but other people know your kids better than you like other people can experience your children in ways they'll do things in front of other people that they won't do in front of you and some of your children are bullies 
some of your kids out there are making it difficult for just young kids just to go to school and have a normal day, especially sometimes when kids are privileged, they have more, um, I could say, they're financially in a better place than some kids because I, I, kids who have less economically, uh, they are the ones who sometimes take a hit on being bullied because they don't have the latest in shoes, fashion, you know, all the things that make kids popular, so to speak. Just popularity for people your age is very important. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes they'll give their left arm to be popular. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people like just, I've heard gossip a lot of times, like just from different girls. Like there was a girl in my uh, class that was not as popular, like, and I was pretty cool with her. And then you had these other girls that I knew I wasn't, you know, really, I didn't really talk to them or anything like that, but they would always talk about her behind her back and I would always hear it. And, you know, I didn't want to get into it. That's why, you know, I don't. Right. So I was like. It's girl chat. Yeah. But you could see that they treated her badly behind her back and, and talked about her behind her back and probably based off of what she had or didn't have. You know, and a lot of times that happens. That's just a form of bullying to me. Yeah. That's a form of just taking advantage of people that have no ways or no means of changing their situation. Because kids can only get what their parents give them, you know. And so to take and make them feel less than because they don't have the latest Jordans or the latest, you know, fashion clothing and stuff like that. I think that this is something that parents, your children who are privileged, just be sure that your children are not out there wreaking havoc on other kids that don't have what your child what your child has. And sometimes we just don't want to see our little Susie. I would say Susie, you know, little Johnny. Yeah. That's so. That's my generic name. So if your child is Susie or Johnny, I'm not saying specifically there, <laughs> but that's my little names that I come up with for generic names. Yeah. But make sure little Susie, little Johnny ain't out there making it hard on other people because all of us at some point, everyone that's why well, I'm 60 years old and I came up in school where bullying was happening. It doesn't stop, but we can make it better if we're just conscious of it happening. We can't witness another child being bullied and not say something, you know, cause I know you had teachers mm-hmm. who watched you be bullied. Have you also uh, had teachers that watched you being bullied? Yeah, I mean, my... Um, just one of your teachers. Yeah, I don't want to be... Suspicious. Yeah, I know. One of my teachers just, like, she just really didn't do much. I mean, she moved the... She, even after the fact that me running away, she still didn't move, you know, the seats. She just she still just, left she it. She just left it as what it is. Right. And and so that left you unconfirmed. Yeah. Feeling like uh, who's on my side? Who's taking up for me? That left you isolated, and that's the thing about teachers. You know, you all have to be more than just educators in what's in the book. Y'all need to be educated on what's morally right. Like, if it was your child, how would you handle it if these children were doing this to your child? If this was your child, you have to put yourself 
in the position where you feel for the child that's being bullied and not just sit back and think, okay, well, it's not my child or I don't have time because the moment somebody says something to your little Johnny or your little Susie, it's, I know you're going to open up a can of kick butt and, and whatever way that needs to happen, you're going to make it happen. So I, I think that this movement, I am somebody, and let me show you how it, it transcends to the bully. Just like I said earlier, the bully, I believe, feels less than. And so they find somebody else to deflect their bad feeling about how they feel about themselves. And they try to make someone else feel bad, as bad as they feel. Um, and I think that that's what bullies do. And they thrive on it because now by me taking it and attacking you in whatever way, be it physical, mental, whatever, that now I can hide whatever deficiencies I have about myself. No one's going to notice that I'm too scared. I'm too don't want to be bullied. I too am not a great fighter. I, I too uh, don't may not have the best of clothes. I too... Uh, go home to uh, dramas because sometimes bullies are being bullied at home and so they come and take out on other people what's happening to them at home. They're being cussed out at home. They're being uh, uh, ridiculed, name called either by older siblings, family members or neighbors or something like that and then they come to school and take it out on guys like you. Mm-hmm. Because you guys have a tolerance for people to allow them to be the best them. You know, you are not trying to stand on top of anybody. And sometimes good guys that are not trying to stand on top of anybody end up being stood on top of. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Does that, yeah. Yeah. Speak to some of that. Like, what do you think about that? Like, it's sometimes being you know, the nice guy can, uh, and I, nice guys don't always finish last. I'm going to just point that out. Cause right. you know, there have been times when me, I, I hold the door open right. for people at, you know, my school, I used to hold the door open at school and not, I didn't hold it open just to, you know, get something, gain something. I did it just because I wanted to. And people. You were trained that way. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't blame you, bro. Yeah. yeah. You were trained that way too. You were trained to hold the door for ladies. Right. Mm-hmm. Go. So it's just like that's that's my point of not that nice guys don't finish last at all. Like people acknowledge that you know I held the door open. Hey, you're that guy that holds the door open, or hey, you're you're hey, I I know you from the somewhere, and they you know, and I some people even try to give me money for it, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, now you got a little side, yeah. Here. I was like, oh, I don't want any money, but in response to the bullies. If you just show them with, you know, kindness, they aren't used to that. They're not used to, they're used to getting a reaction out of you. And if you show, if I, so like say if I kept like annoying someone. Right. And they, you know, react. Now I'm going to, because nowadays if kid, if kid, if someone reacts and starts yelling at you, say, stop doing that. They're going to laugh. Because they think it's funny. Right. Then that's the, exact, that's the reaction they want. Yeah, that's exactly what they wanted. Right. So if you just either ignore them completely, but even then they'll still keep going. 
Right. But if you say, oh man, thanks, you know, I, you know, I didn't know I had stood on my, you know, has stood on my face if, you know, they're picking at you, then take it as a, you know, sort of kindness. Right. Uh, overshadow their, you know, immaturity, yeah, immaturity, you know, darkness with your light and, you know, that's right. Immaturity. And I think that Micah expressed that earlier when he said that, you know, he, I, I mean, I didn't hit him back, not hit him back because I was afraid of him. You know, he and I, I think he's expressed that many times. He's not like, I'm not afraid of my bullies, he says. But, you know, they take it as because I don't respond the way that they want me to respond. They take it as a weakness. Yeah. And I think that that's what you experience as well. It's like People take your chivalry, your kindness, your maturity your human humanity and they minimize it as a weakness when actuality it's a big strength mm -hmm. you know it's a it's a it's it's a big strength to be restrained to not be barbaric when everybody wants you to be barbaric you know yeah. uh, i i've seen these videos where uh people are uh instigating fights for video likes and for video viewing. And have any of you ever experienced that or the possibility of that? Yeah, I mean, when anytime, anytime there's a fight at school, someone's there to record, record it. And I've seen, I remember I witnessed someone, literally it was a smaller dude, and he um, said, I, I forget what he, I'm, like he said, I'm not going to waste my time with this big, Blank, blankety blanky right and uh the dude he's you know big tall slapped him and you know everyone recorded it and he just he did the thing of what so it's something that i probably would have done i said that i probably wouldn't let someone slap him like that that's just me but he did the thing of getting slapped everyone you know oh, whoa and he just walked away right that's yeah, Micah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did the same thing when when somebody punched me too. You just walked away. Yeah. And they take that as weakness. In actuality, um, it may not be a uh, it's it may not be a weakness. In some it may be because they're afraid. Mm. But in some, like in your case, Micah, you said, I'm not afraid. I just have enough respect for my mother, uh, my father, my grandparents. That have, te that have taught me that this is not how we handle um, uh, disgruntled situations. Mm -hmm. And so he, he, he being the nice guy, like uh, this guy right here could have been, he's being a nice guy, doesn't feel the need to respond to negativity in that way. And uh, Mike is also one, he doesn't like to have trouble in school. So I don't want to get in trouble with the principal because if you fight, it's automatic, right? Yeah. They're automatic shutdown for yeah. both sides, no matter what. And so you know that uh, already. So his response was, I believe, a strength because he's able to process that this is going to bring trouble and I don't want the trouble. And so he just withheld his natural response, which would have been to, you punch me and punch back. Yeah. Because he already had a response with this gentleman this young guy, when he pushed him, he pushed him back. Now it's escalating. And so you're not escalating with him was actually a sign of strength. 
and and uh, not you know because like you say I, you weren't afraid but you just didn't want it to go to where you got in trouble. Yeah. Now honestly, now honestly, now honestly, like, I actually like during middle school, actually I have been to a few fights. Actually, like that first one where I did get punched, and there's like two more with the same dude. Where you where you did y'all fight? Yeah, we fought in the but in the locker room and the and the it was in front of uh it was in front of people that I knew. Okay. So the second fight I don't even want to talk about this one. Go ahead. The second fight. It was so nasty. Yeah, we're fighting each other. Yeah, we were fighting so basically I mean, I was put I mean really I started honestly, I was basically just playing around with him. You know, like you know, jump like trying to jump over him, but, but he really took that personal, and so like he had knocked me down, and so I came up behind, so I jumped on him again, but this time I made him fail, and I meant to do it too. So once we started going in the locker room, I tried to hold my position. I tried to uh, stay up as long as I could, but like the dude. Like, he was stronger than me. He was, like, you know, I wouldn't say buffed, but, you know. Yeah, he was stronger. Yeah, he was stronger. So he was able to knock me down? He was able to, I mean, he didn't really knock me down. Like, his punches were weak. But I was just like this, like like this. And so as soon as I got that position, then all of a sudden, I see, like, a, all of a sudden, I see his behind in the, in the air. Dude literally put his behind in like in my face. I, I didn't even have time to react. He put his naked butt to your face. Yes, in my face, and he he let it rip. On let it rip, like. And this is all happening in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Where where's the teachers? Oh, Coach Burns. So Coach Burns, uh, he don't call her names. Well, Coach specifically. He was, uh, he was in, he was in his room. I mean, his office. Yeah, his office. Mm-hmm. He didn't see it. Okay, but this is something that you didn't report. You didn't report, and and this is just something more of his belittling you, trying to make you feel less than. Tell me what that did for you when he did that. How did you feel? I felt like, like no, I'm getting my get back. I don't care if it's today or tomorrow. I'm getting my get back. And that's exactly what I did. I got my get back. Because, like, he was really, because he was really talking about you. Like, that's that's the main reason why I, that's the main reason why I got my get back. Because of you. Because, like, he was talking about you. And you were, and you were, like, a, like, an important person to me. Oh. Well, I tell you this. That's something that bullies do as well. They try to get you going. They try to talk about your family. Try to, you know come at your, you know, loved ones because they're trying to get you to, to you know, get going and, and all of that. But you don't ever have to fight for me. Uh, I, I always say anything thing somebody can't say to my face, obviously they ain't got that kind of juice, no way. So it's all good. But with you, you you can't let people provoke you to that. Um, my thing is, is find your place where you know, regardless of what people say, they can't pull you there. You have to find that place. You have to find that place as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've now graduated high school. 
Um, and so what would you think would be a way of contributing back to those that are not graduated yet? A way that you could help people to understand the the detriment to bullying? I'd say don't belittle the situation because that's how bullying continues. Because if you just say, oh, they're just roughhousing or, oh, they're just doing this. Just kids. Yeah, they're just kids. Like doing, belittling the situation makes it to where the bully is like, oh, I can keep doing this because you're not, you don't care. You, if you show that you care and you show that, you know, this kid that's getting bullied has a wall of protection around him, has, you know, if, if he does the slightest thing, he's getting out of here. Right. Then, like, he's not going to, he's not going to want to mess with them. Right. And that, that's what it happened to me is that I had people to back me up. I had people to you know, support me. You said people, you saw my classmates. Yeah. I had classmates to support me. Like anytime someone mentions his name, like the friend that chose him over me, they said, I talked to one of my friends. They said him. Like, are you like, is she like, right? Like he's not even like, and that's, that's another thing that I want, you know, kids to also realize is that not to say that you're better than the bully at all. Cause everyone's here. Right. But Know your own worth, and because that's 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 the main goal of the bully to make your worth seem right that small exactly. And I think that that's what we recognize. I think I've recognized that is that most and this. Let me tell you this: bullies who don't learn to be better people as kids grow up to be adult bullies. So bullying doesn't stop in kids. If the bully doesn't learn better behavior as a child, unfortunately, I see it. Adults that bully other people as adults. Um, uh, it has to be something that's addressed. I am somebody is a movement. It's the thing that we got to recognize. The bully needs help and the one being bullied needs help. People rallying around to let the person that's being bullied know, listen, I see you. I'm I'm on it. I'm here to protect. I'm here to guard. I'm here to redirect this person's energy. And then the bully needs to know that, listen, you can be a good person. You don't have to do this or that in order to be somebody. You are somebody without making somebody else feel bad. Yeah, and I think the crazy thing about my most recent bully is that he was a uh, claim to be Christian. That's, that's the sad part. That's the that's the crazy part about it. I know. And you got the same thing, claim to go to church, love God, but come around and say and do just about anything. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think that this is the thing with you guys. I think that this the reason why I did this show is because summer is about to start. And unfortunately, bullying continues. Next year, when you go to school and you to college, I hate to tell you, in college, they're bullies. Oh, yeah. They're bullies there, too. Um, but I hope that you, too, grab the concept of I am somebody. I am somebody 
Therefore, I don't have to be subject to bullying. And I am somebody and I see the bully needs somebody. He needs to be encouraged that he doesn't have to be the way he is as well. What do y'all think about that? Yeah, I think it's to, it's to the saying that people say, kill him with kindness. Kill him with kindness. Kill the bullying mentality with kindness. And I think that that's what we, you know, we've tried to foster that. This is not the first time that we've experienced uh, bullying with Micah, but we try to foster atmospheres or uh, times where we can maybe, you know, because sometimes when people don't know who you really are, they don't know the type of person you are. They have a tendency to put up walls and ostracize you just because they don't, they don't, you know, they can't relate to you. But if they get to know you, they'll realize you're just a great guy. Mm-hmm. You're a good person and that, you know, they can actually be friends with you. And I think that sometimes in bullying that happens. You don't really know the person, so you automatically, adults do it too. I hate to tell you all that, but adults do it too. When we don't know people, we have a tendency to ostracize and or treat people unkindly and it's based on a lot of things. Financials, looks, uh, um, you know, status as to your job you have or something like that. We have people who look down on other people because they have a better job than this other person or what they consider a better job. Some people are just happy doing what they do and it's not about money. Uh, but we bullying doesn't stop. But if we don't stop ourselves recognizing that I am somebody, recognizing that I have value and worth, they have value and worth, bullying will continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... I think that there are even so there are even videos out there with social experiments about people going out there and trying to be nice to a person, and then then it's adults right. looking down on the person like uh, you're not worth my time. But right, who is worth my time? Right, it's amazing to me how sometimes we as human beings, you know, and and then I can only imagine what our Father in Heaven thinks of us sometimes. Uh, or or, or, or yeah, yeah. Thank God for Jesus, huh? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> And that's another thing. You get bullied sometimes just because of your faith and your belief Belief, as young Christians. You know, not that you do it all right, but who does, right? Yeah. But sometimes you get your cage rattled just because you are holding a standard of some sort and that you love God and uh, this is what you claim to be is, is a believer. What do you think, Micah? You get, you get hassled for being a believer? I mean, not basically, not basically that. It's just mainly reason why I get bullied because my looks. Right. Like people are saying, I got a big nose, I got a big lips. I mean, people pay for that. I, I hate to tell you that people go under the knife to get <laughs> <laughs> all the things that they said is wrong with you. It's amazing, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, those hold on to those lips because I tell you they're valuable. <laughs> <laughs> And this is the thing. A lot of times in the stages of teenager years, you know, your body is growing. Um, and and so when you get to be an adult man, it's all going to equal out. When you think you got a big nose, um, no. When you're a 30-year-old man, it's, it's perfect on your face. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like kids with, you know, with big feet. 
you know, they may they may get their feet first. You know, sometimes they they, they you know, you got a, a, a 10 year old with a size 12. But, you know, then, you know, they're going to they eventually their foot's going to stop growing and they're going to match their foot. But in the awkward stages, this is sometimes where young people miss it and, and they start pointing out your what they consider flaws, but they're not flaws. It's just the way that your body's growing. Certain parts of you may grow faster than other parts of you. But by the time you reach your maturity, because trust me, uh, trust me and believe me, this both of you are very good looking men. And uh, uh, don't worry about that. There's the poppy collar. You guys will be the ones that young women who are striving to have a good relationship, a good husband, they'll be looking for you too, because you guys have what it takes for that. So just for the future, remember you heard it first here on the round table that these young men will make great husbands to uh, some young woman one day. And it, trust me, your looks is not a problem and neither is yours, sir. <laughs> so my show today, just to say, um, let's do better. Let's be mindful. You're somebody, I'm somebody, they're somebody. The bully, you, sir, ma'am, young man, young woman, you're somebody too. The moment you recognize it, you won't have to pick on someone else about what they are or not. You'll be comfortable in your skin, which will in turn allow you to be, for them to be comfortable in theirs. So till then, stop picking on folk. Learn to do right. Learn to be good to people. And just remember this. Scripture. You know, Scripture is. Come on, you got Scripture for me? Come on. Come on, bring that Scripture. This is for uh, the people who have, who are being bullied. It says, this is, uh, yeah, it says, it's, it's Isaiah 66, verse 5. It says, hear this message from the Lord, all you who tremble at his words. Your own people hate you and throw you out for being loyal to my name. Let the Lord be honored. They scoff. Be joyful in him, but they will be put to shame. Boom. See this? I think about all the young people when we were younger, the guys that got picked on, uh, the guys who, uh, girls who were, see, what you call an ugly duckling today will be that beauty queen down the road. Or what you call as a nerd or weird guy. I'm sure Bill Gates was called all of those things, but there's probably not a woman on this earth that wouldn't want to be his wife. Uh, you know, I'm sure uh, Musk, same thing, a weirdo. Uh, the doctor who put more in his study than he did on his back in shoes and clothes and trying to be impressive. But now he may be the CEO of a, uh, a, a thriving uh, medical practice. Never, ever, ever think you know what a person is going to be down the road. The people that we, I think one time, uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan, Michael B. Jordan, the actor, uh, confronted one of his little bullies one time on a on the red carpet. She came up and she was doing an interview with him and she uh, made mention that, um, you know, we knew each other in school. And he says, oh, you're the one that used to call me a name and she was like no I didn't and he was like adamant you did 
you know, but now here you are on the red carpet interviewing me. <laughs> I'm the celebrity and, you know, and not just a celebrity, but a very handsome celebrity. But at the time he was a nerd, nerdy looking or whatever. She felt like he was just not worth it for her. And now look at him. So be careful and be mindful. In the meantime, to remember to be to pray. And um, let's do it God's way. And folks, check your children. Check the children's phones to make sure that there's not things in there that would show that they are bullying someone else. Remember, you are somebody and so am I. See you next week. Childhood memories, great smiles, jumping off the swing. I was dodging from the anger, man. I'm ducking from the swing. Mama turning down the kettle, daddy's letting off the steam. Mama trying to.